A poem is a small machine made of words. William Carlos Williams. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, exploring the poetry scene of Central Canada and beyond with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, episode 23, my notes tell me. I'm A.M. Kozak. I'm Amanda Earl. And we have a special guest today. Special guest, would you like to announce yourself? Hello, my name is Faisal Dean. There used yes. to be a show called What's My Line, where uh, this is, I'm dating myself here, but uh, this was a person, basically a, a panel would, uh, would uh, they basically wouldn't know and there'd be someone behind the curtain and we would hear their introduction and mm. they, they worked in, in the Yukon for 24 mm. years and then you had to guess who they were. We're not doing that today. Oh, we could do that in a future time. We could that try that. Kind of Let's see if we could, that'd By be the- interesting. I, I remember seeing um, an excerpt from, from one of the What's My Lines when Malcolm X was the secret guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was that intense. Is an old show. Yeah. I know. <clears throat> I had no idea Malcolm X had come up to Canada. Like, oh, no. so. Should have stayed here, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. should we read Faisal's bio? Right. We're going oh, right. to interview him. Yes, we are. We're going to have we have a few questions for Faisal, and uh, it's a hot day in uh, in September, yeah. and we've got all the windows closed, so uh, mm-hmm. you'll likely hear us sweat. So enjoy that. And we'll talk extra fast today. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Faisal Dean is the author of Land Without Chocolate, a memoir from 2000, Guyana's first LGB poetry collection. His work appears in numerous journals, magazines, anthologies, including Thomas Glaive's Our Caribbean, A Gathering of Lesbian and Gay Writing from the Antilles in 2008. As a scholar, Dean's work addresses topics in representational violence and the politics of beauty in Caribbean Canadian and Caribbean Canadian. There's a hyphen and there's a comma, so you have to figure out which is it. Cultural (laughs) context. His most recent collection, The Greatest Films, from 2016, introduces, through lyric fragments, notions of Creole Islam, which are specific to histories of Caribbean syncretic identity. Dean lives in Ottawa with Sabrina, a Cocker Spaniel. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's a thrill. Thanks. It's a thrill. Am I am I reading the first question? Am I going to ask the first question? Unless you have another preamble. Like I don't can... have any more preambles. I had I had the fun of rereading uh, um, Land Without Chocolate and also finishing reading the greatest film. Mm. So it was I was steeped in Faisal all last week. It was it was a, it was an excellent. Excellent. Faisal mania. It was Faisal mania. Yes. Right. Everything everything looks like it's working here. So okay. So uh, yeah, what's let's get into the questions. All right. So we will we will get to the questions. Okay. So in Land Without Chocolate, there are several references to fairies and fairy dust. Also, the half girl and mention of Peter Pan. These references are echoed in the greatest films via the hippogriff and other magical beings such as Mephistopheles, winged lions, alchemy, Caliban from the Tempest. What's the role of the half girl and the hippogriff in your writing and magic in general? Oh, I'll read the stuff in the square brackets. Okay, so uh, Aaron sent me a link to a podcast episode of The Secret Feminist Agenda, mm-hmm. and the um, person being interviewed was Adele Barkley, and she talked a lot about the rise of astrology mm-hmm. and other magic stuff in queer culture as a way of coping with unrelatable, heterocentric realities. So I thought that was an interesting thing. So that's mm-hmm. that's part of what I was thinking of when I asked you this question. Well, it's a great question because it opens up a lot of the intersections um, um, that a lot of readers have taken note of in the work mm-hmm. in both books and some of the stuff that sort of 
come out in journals and anthologies and mm. and chapbooks and whatnot. Um, and my intersections, I mean, <clears throat> Adele Barkley's right, of course. Um, when is she ever wrong? <laughs> we love Adele Barkley here, so. <laughs> This is it, right? I mean, it, it's um, it's interesting though how um, um, when we proceed with a queer worlding uh, as poets, as writers, as um, artists, um, y- y- it's it's inevitable that you're going to draw from from the paradigms, uh, the plot lines, the storylines that that you've grown up with that you were actively querying in your childhood or actively trying to clear space for within uh, to account for yourself, to announce yourself, these kinds of things. So it makes sense that we would go to the place where transformation and metamorphosis is Mm. sort of the rule of the day. So fantasy, fairy tale, science fiction, um, you know, all, 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 all writing that, 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 that's about the fantastical or that that's rooted in the fantastical sort of moments in consciousness or the leaps that we take uh, mm-hmm. and that can all, all that also of course includes uh the kind of less corrupt bodies vulgar bodies uh hyper sexed bodies erotic bodies um so i mean for me the um the references to particular beasts um, mm-hmm. are those worldings, are, are gateways, portals into those worldings that uh, um, where certain stakes around identity are are, are planted or or <clears throat> or made. And it's it's a kind of a non-binary thing, like because the hippogriff. I have to yeah. admit that I had to look up the hippogriff because the only hippogriff yeah. I knew was the one from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went and I read. I of course it was Virgil yeah. and and yeah. others that sort of yeah. wrote about that. But it was it was very interesting to me that the only one I knew about was mm-hmm. the Harry Potter one. So. <laughs> so the interesting thing is, um, you'll find um, um, the hippogriffs. Mm-hmm. Um, or the the figure of the hippogriff, or the figure of the half girl, or um, or the statue of Kali, or or any of 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 these uh, sort of figures or, or images that have sort of been, on the one hand, decontextualized through sort of Orientalist fantasy and yeah. Orientalist fiction and um, sort of writings that were created in order to invent new worlds, writings that were created in order to make worldings happen but Mm -hmm. often those worldings were predicated on you know histories of violence and uh rooted in those binaries those binarisms Mm -hmm. that you're talking about so it's really fascinating um project when um uh, the hippogriff meets the sukiyants or the 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 the, what are the sukiyants so the sukiyants are um and i think um yeah david david chariandi's first novel is called the Mm sukiyants so i grew up with the guyanese version it's the same creature Mm -hmm. of the night the same sort of demonic presence um we in guyana we call her Old Haig and okay. Old Haig pops up in 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 in, in the greatest films. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, 
a meeting of worlds yeah. occur. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a confluence of fairy making and fairy tales, and that bring together the the colonial past or the kinds of books that are uh, that that find uh, a different kind of life in the colonies, uh, in in the, in in the islands, in the archipelago, which I I I include mainland spaces, coastal continental spaces as part of the archipelago, uh, maybe the pedestal of for the archipelago or the foundations of the archipelago because the archipelago um, of the caribbean the caribbean archipelago is is uh, very much um, uh, these rocks that have broken off from from what is what we know of as south america yeah right so um so <clears throat> that bridge uh, some people have referred to it as an escarpment, like yeah. a, a psychic escarpment, uh, hmm. as well as a physical one, geographic one. Brings together as the meeting place um, of all of all of these. Uh, com- uh, they don't have to be competing, but but certainly um, at one point they were. But uh, all of these uh, systems and and histories and traditions of of, of fairy tale and folklore. Hmm. And a lot of these uh, fairy tales and folklore, um, a lot of these tales are actually um, they 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 move. Their plots move as a result of 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 sort of bodies that are endangered in some way. So mm. the action of the of the action of the folk tale or the action of the ghost story yeah. revolves around the the preservation or the rehabilitation or the resurrection or the protection of, of a body, a body that's significant to the community or mm-hmm. significant to memory right. or history and these kinds of things. So it's uh it's really fascinating uh how uh these uh, mythical uh, beings and these magical moments from all of the literature, the canonical colonizing literature, yeah. as well as the fragments of, 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 of India and Africa and Asia Pacific, China, uh, Portugal, you know, all of these, all of these, Syria, Lebanon, the Jewish diaspora, which is very present in the Caribbean. So all yeah. of these, just this, this, all of these populations bring all of these different um, sort of um, stories of haunting and and uh, dispossession mm. and the struggle to repossess and othering in a way and, uh, too, right? That's... This is it, yeah. and, and and sort of um, uh, where 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 you're constantly in confrontation or encounter with the ways in which you yourself uh, mm. are being othered in in these yes. stories, right? Yeah. So. Um, so you know those, those are kind of sort of wide, uh, sweeping lyrical statements, but that's the only way to describe what what's happening in in, in the projects, and yeah. not only my project but other people's projects as well. Like you know the the world of Shanimutu and mm-hmm. Shanimutu's worldings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love Sirius um, Blooms at night. Love this that book. is it, right? You're, yeah, you're you're in 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 the heart of metamorphosis, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and this is a metamorphosis that is. As, as drawn from from the classical example, uh, the European classical example, as it is from the, uh, you know, from 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 whatever remains in the imagination of 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 the Indian epic or the South Asian epic, 
epics or um, the West African journeys and epic, you know, journey epic poems or sort of like, and all of these traditions, not all of them, but some of some of them are significantly oral or within the oral tradition, yeah. right? And uh, so then you have this other meeting place where um, uh, Archer is, is, is trying to make sense of the page, right? Um, so I find uh, a lot of, a lot of these ideas are very complex and 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 they're actually not fully formed ideas they're just mm -hmm. Im, they're actually impressions of things why they work so well in poetry right <laughs> they, and this is and this is where poetry becomes yeah. this epistemology uh um some would even argue that 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 some some poetry collections are actually ontologies they're mm -hmm. records of being yeah and how to be mm -hmm. um so you know, it's just um, um, it, 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 the, the the place of fairy tale is 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 the place where where you can um, you can you can perform and you can work towards a politics of mm -hmm. possibility. Yeah, and it feels right. like a, a very yeah. good space for queerness too. I think it just because of that sort of. Um, less uh, mm -hmm. focus on the binary and this more is fluidity and, and it, magic and magic and, and fairy dust <laughs> and fairy dust and all of that and it's already queer yes. right so which is what makes it uh, uh that's the other thing that's really fascinating is that when we talk about uh sort of actively queering the world yeah. you know i spend a lot of time in university because that's my other career yes um and uh Oftentimes, uh, it, it's one and the same, but but many times it it's it's it, it's separate. Hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be separate, yeah. but many times it's separate. Um, but the thing is, is that um, um, because because these spaces are already queer mm -hmm. and have always been with us, um, you you sort of recognize that. Um, um, there, in, in 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 lyrical ways, people have always been trying to to make an account for of 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 bra divergent branches yeah. of, of humanness. Yeah, it's not obviously in in this particular moment we're in. Uh, we're we're even arguing, we're fighting, we're contesting how to name difference. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, um, we we also need to to think about how we've already been named, and what what can we do with that? Is is that just a, an outright violence? Or, yeah. Or can you reclaim it? Yeah. And yeah. what are the politics around that? And and I mean a lot a lot of the 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 um, the, the the questions. Um, uh, a lot of the examples in 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 your question, mm -hmm. the first question, are are about uh, uh, a, a certain kind of repurposing yes. of of those figures, uh, a querying of those figures, a creolizing of those figures, mm -hmm. because they're they're sort of being thrown up against, um, you know, the, they're thrown up against the jumbies, they're being thrown up against the gins, which mm. who the 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 the, the genies yeah. That, yeah. that come with the the muslim caribbean yeah. um, uh, populations uh so yeah and then um and then you get a chance to since homosexuality and uh 
and um, uh, my my work is located more uh, in the antisocial uh, uh, realms of 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 homosexual queer desire and behavior in that it doesn't seek the approval of straightness yeah. at yeah. all. Um, it is not uh, desiring of any any kind of family unit or any yeah. kind of, of access to procreation or continuance of lines or inheritances of that kind. It does not mean that it, it works against yeah. uh, any... any um, <clears throat> Effort at uh, at at living uh, the way um, uh, you want. Uh, everyone... But a lot of heterosexual narrative—that's the center of it, right? It's the center, the white picket fence, and the and the it it it, and it, the it procreation it, and the it, it can be for yeah, some yeah. for for log cabin Republicans. <laughs> of course, it is right. I mean, for yeah. queer conservatives, of course, it is. It's about yeah. it's about being good role models. Mm -hmm. Well, the hippogriff is not a good it, role no. model. Um, the um, the um, um, specifically, you know, the the Mephistoph Mephistopheles is mm. is actually the in in my lore um, the name of the uh, of 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 the gay sauna of the gay bathhouse, uh, affectionately known as the tubs, which is what uh, old queers uh, called the the gay bathhouse. Um, and uh, of course, with in the age of grinder and tin, uh, yeah. in the age of grinder and scruff and squirt and yeah. all of them, um, you know, in the age of the virtual bathhouse, um, <laughs> the actual physical bathhouse, which is labyrinthine, uh, which is mythic, which mm. is vulgar, which is dirty, which is perverse. Sounds uh, so great. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, slash was fun. Um, that you know so. And, and and a turn uh, 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 the the just the 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 significations of just taking Mephistopheles and putting it in these contexts mm -hmm. uh, is really fascinating because it's playful. Uh, it 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 suggests and um, I, I don't know. It just it, it suggests a lot of possibilities around naming and and again that that those those ideas of worlding yeah of of bringing. Of bringing audacious sort of geographies and 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 people and ideas and moments into being. So yeah, and a lot yeah, of but the, yeah. it's funny because aside from that, a lot of the films that you mention in the book <laughs> are more realistic films, <laughs> like Casa. Well, Casablanca in its way is a little fairy tale, <laughs> but uh, but you know they are like a lot of romantic sort of heteronormative yeah, films yeah, yeah. So which is really interesting juxtaposition it, it is especially in terms of um what the parents are watching right yeah um and how they are sort of negotiating their own sexuality uh one parent is an adopt Ad, uh, adoptive parent mm -hmm. uh, so the entry into Canada is through adoption rather than through uh, the kinds of immigration histories that are most associated with 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 uh, newly arrived yeah. populations mm -hmm. um, so my my Canadianness is 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 is, is, is mediated uh, by a Canadian parent yeah um, so it's <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's it's a it's a really it's it's a really uh, a, a fascinating um, 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 sort of 
thing. But so, but the, I bring that up because they're also no, negotiating what it means to be in 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 in, in racialized intimate. Um, relationship or in, an, in a racialized partnership, then right, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and trying to negotiate their own interculturality and yeah. unerotics of that. Right. Um, so it's not you know um, in 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 the pantheon of of Orientalist and at times um, horrendously racist uh, representation. Yeah. Uh, it's usually uh, the 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 so called racial or peripheral other that is objectified or sexualized or exotified. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my book, um, it uh, the the the. There, there's a consciousness around the ways in which um, the the family in my book, the Brown family in my book, is 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 racializing and sexualizing and objectifying and eroticizing the white male body mm-hmm. uh, through the presence of He's, of the Canadian parent Bob, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and uh, and of course, you know, you can write you know essays and 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 launch rants on 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 how problematic all of that is but that's part of the story uh the problem is the story so you can't erase it this exists this is it but but part of the story is also agency so the Mm -hmm. agency to make uh eroticism Mm -hmm. to to uh to to fetishize uh uh the white body and where does that come from where does you know where does that come from well um if in in the tempest um it's 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 the human propensity for the strange and the marvelous. Mm-hmm. We are drawn to 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 the other. Yeah. Um, Did you have you seen? I, I'm trying to remember the movie. There was a movie done of the Tempest. I don't remember. Maybe it could be in the 70s, but maybe later. But oh, I can't remember the name of the director. But it's really different and it's really experimental and playful. I, I love that movie. Is it? John, with John Gilgood naked. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Peter Greenaway yeah, adaptation yeah, of the Tempest. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. phenomenal. And yeah, and I'm glad you like it. Yeah, because um, I'm always going to like the weird. Yeah. I'm not going to like the standard <laughs> stuff. Because so. I had yeah. a phenomenal teacher when I was at McGill. She's um, a remarkable Renaissance scholar, and she hates that film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Renaissance scholar. <laughs> That's clearly. And I love that film. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not a Renaissance scholar. Either. Either. But, yeah, but I really love it's that. on my business card not a renaissance scholar <laughs> really. especially after the tra- travesty of Shakespeare and love speaking, speaking of movies just, so. just to pan out a bit before we jump into the next question mm-hmm. um, talking about um, fairy tales I think often in in you know, in popular culture, people are in just a society. People mm-hmm. think of fairy tales in a terms of escapism, where it's this, this other place that we're going to to escape something. Mm-hmm. But the way in which you're describing it to me sounds more like a, an alternate creation of something that is not necessarily an escape, but but like you said, agency. Mm-hmm. It's more of a creation of something mm-hmm. um, uh, new that mm-hmm. isn't necessarily relying relying on um, um, mm-hmm. the non fairy tale, the normative culture, we'll call it. Um, would would you agree with that, or would you say it's it, it is an escape from something, or would you say mm-hmm. it's a way of um, claiming agency and power mm-hmm. or like that? Well, I think it provides a paradigm through which um, um, some of us can understand what it means to to escape from a place mm-hmm. or to to be removed from from your home because of political, or mm-hmm. economic, or environmental disaster. Um, 
so a big part of the 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 fairy tale references and I mean they're more than references obviously because you guys yeah. have read the book so you see that it's the you know I stick with with a set oh, of and tropes they're recurring. And, and they're, they're, yeah, recurring. they're recurring yeah, motif yeah, in the, yeah. in, the, in mm-hmm. both books, I would say, yeah, actually. Yeah. There's kind of a mirror in mm-hmm. some ways. Like yeah. maybe the first, maybe Land Without Chocolate mm-hmm. is a little bit heavier on Peter Pan. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's barely reference to Peter Pan. And there's more Half Girl, I think, in, in, yeah. in, I feel like that's a manuscript in uh, coming to maybe more of the Half Girl. More of the Half yeah. Girl, yeah. The second yeah. half. The second <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah. Or the half, as we say in the Caribbean, the half that that uh, that that never gets told or hasn't been told or yeah. must be told. Yeah. Uh, and that brings back uh, brings us back to the question around escape that you just mm-hmm. asked. Yeah. Um, because um, certainly uh, um, the the the, ma- the material uh, uh, political. Um, uh, story that is coursing its way through uh, uh, the fantasy of escape, uh, the fairy tale of escape, uh, is what kind of escape? What kind of escape is this going to be? Yeah. And what are you escaping mm-hmm. to? Yeah. And if you are going on an event, an adventure of some kind, what tools can you actually magically retrieve from the adventure to bring back to mm-hmm. this, like we uh, this be sort of making an hardcore? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, game theory is actually uh, kind of a little bit part of 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 the project as well. Really? Um, well, that's interesting. So there, there, there are actually little things that are happening in the book, like little sort of clues. You know how sometimes in games you can, um, you know, you click on on the little diamond or the little um, uh, fleur de lis or whatever it is that's falling or popping up in in yeah. in, in your in, in, in your your world that you're navigating through on some sort of quest to find something or or eliminate something violently um, in this case it's um it's the it's the the dictatorial figure of Lyndon Forbes Burnham uh, who was the uh, the CIA backed uh, Prime Minister of Guyana um, mm. for the duration of this book actually the greatest films um, I mean he is the charming reason we we we, we, we became Canadian <laughs> so he well, is he I is guess I should thank him then <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. That that's a really that's a that's a that's a really good question because um, um, that's maybe part of the tragic vision of these poems. That's probably maybe what makes them sorrowful. Mm-hmm. Um, in in that, um, the fairy tale always fails, mm. right? So, um, mm-hmm. the fairy tale fails, but the glory hole, you know. Uh, doesn't so the text ends with the speaker on his knees mm-hmm. sucking cock. Mm-hmm. Right, that's where that all ends. We go through five hundred years of 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 bloody fucking just unimaginable historical violence, mm. and it ends in an act of pleasure. Yeah, of non-normative, um, non-hetero perverse, desperate, 
vulgar, kind of supplication at the same time. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's like a, it's like an act of faith. (laughs) Supplication. (laughs) Fred Wall would be so proud of us (laughs) (laughs) right now. We'll send him a link. But yeah, so. Okay, well, I think we talked a lot about uh, about such exciting questions. I mean, when I was when you (laughs) sent them to me a week ago, I sat with them and I thought these questions are like you know my PhD comp questions. (laughs) (laughs) I've been out of school for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, they're the questions that I mean. You guys are readers. You read everything and. we 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 read everything as writers and poets we really mm. do um and i always feel like i never read enough like the fact that the hippogriff for me was a harry potter yeah. character oh, for me too not a yeah, virgil yeah. not a not a character from well, virgil or, well, or, you know, my hippogriff is also, also paying, things, paying yeah. homage no, to harry potter and waving mm-hmm. to harry potter because you know just quickly quickly i mean uh the fir- very first harry potter is a remarkable remarkable yeah. book. first three books First yeah. three books, I think, got me. Yeah. Like after that, I was mm, a little mm, bit less. But yeah. uh, I mean, these the, this, these are orphan narratives. I mean, a yeah. lot of mm-hmm. the paradigms. I'm I'm I was just uh, yep. d- responding to your question. Um, um, are are they hold true for Harry Potter? I mean, mm-hmm. the first Harry Potter book is is, I mean. You're you're in Dickens. You're you're yep. you're yeah, you're definitely in Dickens, you know, you're yeah. in the Lost Boys of Jam Barry. I mean, yeah. you're, you're in that. You're in this. Um, you're in, and you know, we can even we can even go deeper with 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 that moment. And pe- I'm sure people will laugh at us, but you know, fuck them. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't yeah, be the first yeah, time, yeah. and it's not going to be the last. <laughs> I, I always thought of Harry Potter as a model for how not to grow up and be a toss toxic masculine yeah. person yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> there you that, go. that you know if, that would if, be a great <laughs> essay that would be a great essay that's great if more boys um, read harry potter yeah at that you know important age of 12 yeah um because 12 is really really between 12 and 14 like really some people would argue between 10 and 14 mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i mean those are really those are really important ages for 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 boys yeah um, and a lot of of who we become as 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 cis men if we are cis men um will hinge on 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 that time Mm -hmm. you know um so so i mean within with 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 within within the cis context i mean those are really really important years um so, but in any case, sorry, you've got me thinking about Harry Potter. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mind. I, we, you know, we can talk for whatever. We, we'll just we'll just have a ten hour podcast, and you know, we'll make Charles uh, and give him interesting work. Okay, good. so uh, a slightly different topic: mm-hmm. the tone and voice of the greatest films differs significantly from Land Without Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Sound, syntax, and rhythm of dialogue of Uncle Sultan, for example, mm-hmm. is mirrored in the rest of the poem. Mm-hmm. Mom and Bob, matinees and in other poems, perhaps a Caribbean English or Creole is in play. What made you choose to use such for this book as opposed to for the last, where there are some hints, such as the use of dem? Hmm. That's a really interesting question. <laughs> I... <laughs> you say as if you had, you just explained how you read them last week. You say as if, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm actually still thinking about that yeah. question because I was thinking about uh, uh, how my poetry um, is um, 
languaging from mm-hmm. all of those bridges and all of those intersections. And it may seem like sort of this dizzying potpourri with no center. And maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I think the center is actually this kind of um, this big uh this this lexicon uh, of 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 sound and tone and gesture and nuance that gets wider and wider and wider and wider as I encounter um, the 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 in, just the the the, the, the unfathomable um, variety of English. Yeah. Um, English uh, is it's like a this collection of beasts luxuriating yeah. in this garden. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, La- yeah. it's this language that just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. It's, it's just, um, it never stops feeding. Mm. And, um, and I think that, um, um, your question is, is addressing, uh, that feeding that the, the, the poem is also feeding, uh, the poem is 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 um, is thinking about what happens when when the 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 whatever active ghosts of 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 Arawak and Carib have managed to travel mm-hmm. with me, yeah, exactly uh, through my imagination, yeah. just even through the fact that for generations, um, um, my South Asian ancestors were uh, were were becoming. Um, um, this particular forest and this particular coast and this particular um, American New World Caribbean Antillean however you want to define it Um, so I think that those registers are at play especially when uh, in adolescence uh, 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 the the speaker starts to try out um, Canadian English because mm-hmm. there's juxtapositions in here with yeah. like between sort of in that poem that we just met that Aaron just mentioned like there's um stuff about Manitoba yeah and then there's there's yeah. you know we, we move into uh, and then things like Gary Cooper mm-hmm. but then we have like um um I don't know a whole bunch of I'm just I'm just trying to find I've got I've scrawled all over here <laughs> so yes um no, and then Uncle Sultan yells and and does piss and white rum coming up on you and you know it's just it's just mm-hmm. a very different. There's better. Um, and then there's all the names too, Chedi Yagen, Chedi Jagen, yeah, and, Jagen. And then you you know you have like those moments of the songs, of the songs, Chayare, Chayare. Pissing, I, pissing in the snow. I made that my song of the day. I made that tirade, that. my song of the day for you when I, when I was going through them. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was great. So. And then we have 20,000 uh, leagues. Like, it's, it's just... So I'm trying to find... I'm going to find... Uh, there's that poem that... Um, See, I don't know my own I, I text could, very well. So well, you, I, I find that uh, scary sometimes when people ask me very specific questions mm-hmm. about, and I don't remember because you've written it a little <laughs> while ago now, right? So it's the it's the Alta Vista poem. Oh no, no, no! It's uh, it's um, uh, for those of you following at home. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> page thirty-four of the greatest films, Mom and Bob Matinees. So in Mom and Bob Matinees. Uh, it's one of the matinees. Well, it's it's it. There are many matinees, yep. but it's there a are. mom and Bob matinee. Yes, <laughs> yes, they have their own. They have their own. So matinee. Uh, 
the the second uh, the second section the genius of drinking straws is plaster of paris listening under her nails soon they'll be home the 148 will pull up on canterbury ave gilligan's isle at four mama laugh and then it yeah Right. And then you have the enjambment or mm-hmm. the, the thematic enjambment. It's not really, it, these aren't enjambed lines, but the memories are enjambed. Yeah, suddenly, yeah. So, on, let's say, on a random street in Alta Vista in, in 1979, Ottawa, suddenly, Mama Laugh, no Ahir, no Brahmin, no Chatri, Calcutta, Natal, Demerara, Chop Chop, Nostalgia. So, right there is the entire diaspora mm-hmm. or the diasporic journey of 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 coolies mm-hmm. from india to to the new world that uh and uh, 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 a small branch of that population is alive and well um on a street in ottawa that's <laughs> <laughs> great so, and the sound I mean, the sound is so marvelous too though like it's just like to me, I don't know how if you got yourself into some kind of frame of mind to do, or it just came to you, or how you when, in the, the sound, editing, editing, mm-hmm. um, editing, mm-hmm. and really amazing and smart people looking at your work oh, who who love who <laughs> who love uh, who might love Pound and William Carlos Williams and Kama uh, Brathwaite and um, people like that as mm-hmm. much as I do. Um, so, you know, the greatest films um, um, came out of, of, you know, some ac- an academic project, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, my MFA, well, it wasn't an MFA, it was an MA in, in, in English yeah. with a creative writing um, focus. So, so basically, you know, I, I had really great eyes uh, on, on, on the project and... Um, and I got a chance to do all the stuff with with sound uh, and, mm-hmm. and 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 line break and um, m- margin blasphemy and all sorts of things. Margin I got blasphemy—that's an interesting <laughs> term. Margin blasphemy. Um, I didn't get a ch- <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't get it. But I got a chance to do all of these things because I was uh, working with people who who. Are always doing doing that in their own work, and was really excited by my project. And um, so Nicole Marcotic and and, right. and Louis Cabri and the great um, uh, Tamil poet Chiran um, mm. were 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 my readers. I mean, uh, dream readers. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so that's kind of. <clears throat> That's kind of what happened that I realized that I could I could take risks mm-hmm. and I could could be true to my vision and I didn't have to write lyric poems. Mm. You know, where mm-hmm. yet again someone is comparing a pomegranate to their lusty mouth. <laughs> um, you know, it's all fine and dandy, but I that's not how I write poetry. It's not what I'm interested in writing for myself. Mm-hmm. I read it and I teach it and I celebrate it and I write about it, all poetry, all of it. 
Um, but when I need to write something for me, mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, I don't write for other people. I write for myself first. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Right. right. Uh, but, 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 if you bore yourself, uh, then you know, you know, <laughs> you might as well <laughs> do something different or start mm-hmm. a game with a new poem or something. Right. And, it, yeah. and if you're exciting yourself, then, then you're you, gonna, yeah. yeah, right. You're going to bring that excitement mm-hmm. to people. People will feel it and they mm-hmm. and then you get your readers. But yeah. but it, but yeah, I, I never I never. Um, I never think about that. So. Do you ever like listen to music or anything when you're writing? Or you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have yeah. a soundtrack, and you have a whole yeah. bunch of you have warm leatherette <laughs> back there. So in your book, there is one of the many songs of the warm leatherette's really interesting in this book because yeah. it's, it's actually uh, the, the Kingston, Ontario, the sort of the first little <laughs> first little hints of maybe poems to come about university in the 1980s yeah. during the age of identity politics, like the first major wave of identity politics. Mm. I was 18 and 19 at that time mm-hmm. of, you know, Bell Hooks, Audre Lorde, right. um, <laughs> um, Patty, well, um, Patty Smith wasn't there, but we were like mining, we were going back to the to the 70s mm-hmm. and uh, listening to, to Patty Smith and Lou Reed and television and uh, really sort of um, genuinely... Um, moved by artists' colonies and 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 and, and artist collectives yeah. and and friendships, friendships between artists, uh, artists that we loved and admired, and um, and 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 radical people, people who weren't afraid to piss everybody off. Yeah. You know, they just, they weren't, you know, it wasn't about, oh my God, I might not get tenure. <laughs> or, oh no, they won't invite me to read at the harbor front, you know, or this <laughs> kind of thing. It was, it was not about that. It was mm-hmm. about just kind of, just being real in the kind of way that you felt you needed to be real, mm-hmm. right? And real is, of course, shifting, right? Uh, but um, but it was that, whatever form of it was at that time, that's what we were trying to do or, or be or whatever. And uh, so Warm Leatherette <clears throat> is part of that queer disco, uh, part of that uh, uh, badass dance floor, um, <laughs> part of this place where... Um, you know, we're uh, another kind of carnival, right? Another mm-hmm. kind of bacchanal. Um, I always, I was always very comfortable in 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 queer party spaces and in, in mm. queer clubs, nightclubs, dance floors, because I grew up in a part of the world where people gather on mass for carnivals, right? And and in in Guyana we call it Mashramani but they're all the different festivals mm. all the different religious festivals which erupt a lot of them erupt in this um, just this 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 just the joy the wide gesture of the joy of life like Pagua or Puja in, mm. in when, when Indians play Puja in, yeah. in in places like Guyana and Trinidad and um, it, it's just um, you know I didn't realize that that that, that was also India like I wasn't growing up thinking this comes from India this comes from India this comes from India of course it comes from but it's all mixed together in your yeah for for me it was wow Guyana's so cool once a year we can you know (laughs) put all this paint on and this dust and go running through the streets but in my moment I wasn't allowed to do that yeah um 
if you're under the watchful eyes of people who are practicing Islam and um, mm. uh, and and it's a it's a festival of any kind that might be even remotely pagan. Um, so there is a, an, another dimension or layer to 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 all of your questions about how these tropes are working in the book because. Mm-hmm. That's another one, the carnival, the space of the carnival. Uh, the, the as a forbidden space. As a forbidden space, yeah. yeah. For, for a certain kind of Caribbean yeah. Yeah. Um, family uh, in a certain moment. Now, in 2017, you know, if, 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 if my colleagues who are in their 20s and 30s and who are doing incredible work creatively and, and academically and they're amazing activists and they're on the streets and they're in their communities and they're doing incredible things mm. through the Caribbean um, in, in cities like Port of Spain and Kingston and Georgetown and all over really. <clears throat> if they were listening to me, they would probably be thinking, what is he talking about? Because it's so it's so different, different. now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is out. Um, enjoying one another, but I still feel as if there is still uh, a very strong um, sort of uh, uh, move to siphon off some uh, experience from other experience within particular communities that are still um, um, uh, very firm in the identification of their cultural identity as being uh, inseparable from their religious practice hmm. so i feel that that's still the case but in terms of the the the, the my, my character my character my speaker being drawn to the pagan mm-hmm. um that's again like a, a, a paradigm to to account for the queer yeah for, and even the language i would say that because when i mean the difference between land without chocolate and mm-hmm. and the greatest films just just language wise like i mean well syntactically mm-hmm. too i mean uh, land without chocolate, love poems, mm-hmm. like very long lines, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. almost I don't know sonnet like in mm-hmm. their way, you know, and mm-hmm. then and then these are shorter and uh, more clipped and all kinds mm-hmm. of pl- there's there's I would say there's more um, more um, it's there's language play in both, but there's there's a lot more um, mm. there's a lot of other like languages coming in or mm-hmm. another other mm-hmm. sounds coming in to to the, the new book I would say mm-hmm. that. Uh, weren't there as much in the, in the they before. were there differently maybe mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it was interesting to read the difference you're talking about the some structural elements of it perhaps yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one thing I noticed is, is that there's a repetition going on because there's yes. basically a it's a um, greatest films is a five poem series, mm-hmm. so that but they're not occurring all together. They're sort of mm-hmm. like what, one from what say say um, the um, mm-hmm. mom and Bob matinees, and then and then they'll be the mm-hmm. next one will be from mm-hmm. Boyhood Thinks, and then Museum, yeah. and like you kind of do it in a round yeah. in a way. And then there are these very intriguing deleted scenes. Yeah, so, the deleted uh, scenes, which I had submitted to Bywords many many years ago. Yeah, did you did it get in? I yes, so. of course. Okay, okay phew. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't I know would if you be remember. sitting here if it didn't. Oh no, get really? Oh no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Yikes. I'm, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, because I never remember. I see. I thought maybe I remembered that, but you know, I didn't go back and look. So it there was you go. thrilling because actually, I have a. I want to um, make a statement around the compositional history of my book. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to include the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was trying to find a way of. Um, Putting them in, actually, yeah, um, because I, I before they were edited as deleted scenes, they were bad. Like from in my mind, they were bad. They were mm. just not 
very good poems. You, well, the thing is that what the thing about the deleted scenes is they are scratched. Each yeah. line is scratched out. Yeah. So you know it's. But one of the nice things, yeah. well, one of the things that the, 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 what I wanted to say was um, uh, because uh, they were accepted to buy words, mm -hmm. I actually decided, decided oh, to go with it and, and keep good. them. They were in the they were in the the original project. Obviously, they were in my thesis. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with them. And because, you know, obviously uh, the book looks looks different to the way it was when it was something being submitted yeah. for a degree. Right. Yeah. So. It's it's re like I re re rethought a lot of the poems because I was thinking of it in book form and I was mm -hmm. thinking of readers and I was thinking of how I would read it and how I would promote it. And what uh, about what about alternative readings? Have you have you thought that maybe some people might try to read the series in sequence instead of like yeah. does that appeal well, to you in, at all? Or yeah, it really yeah. does. In fact, I I thought about reading the deleted scenes yeah, together as one as yeah. one sequence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or uh, or the mom and bobs together, mm -hmm. uh, or the museums together, or the boyhood, yeah, the boyhood things, which I would yeah. change now because of the movie Boyhood, yeah, uh, yeah. because of uh, Richard Linklater' latest film, which a lot of people didn't like, but I thought it was. I still it haven't was, seen it. I want to see it. Yeah. I, still haven't I thought yet. it was a really fascinating film. So, mm -hmm. but um, uh, but I mean the 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 so the boyhood thinks, and then the 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 fifth. Um, uh, museum the, the fifth uh, no I mentioned museum uh, the fifth are the uh, the mom and uh, we, we mentioned yeah. the mom and bobs so uh, the fifth is the um, I'll tell you right now war criminals the war criminals yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, so basically what I did uh, in alternating uh, from the mom and bob portion or the mom and bob films to the boyhood things films to the museum films to the war criminals and then to the deleted scenes is i was actually trying to track uh i was trying to sort of well obviously i'm 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 working with 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 notions of totality and linearity and all of those obvious sorts of sort of kind of formal contests uh, but I think it was more a, a, around um, the the emotional linearity of the work of the poems mm -hmm. uh, and it was really interesting because um, in order to sort of like put the poems together according to how they feel it means jumping around mm -hmm. uh, from different periods and different times mm -hmm. um, interesting yeah it was really interesting how uh, something that was completed like maybe let's say 25 years ago or 30 years ago like a, a moment a thought a feeling even maybe a sense of of being dissatisfied with someone you love or whatever how uh, it reopens uh, like 10 years later 15 years later or whatever or even a few months later in 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 the narrative life of, of mm. the speaker in, in this poem so <clears throat> So yeah, that was really interesting to uh, to to do that. Um, it kind and, of reverberates too between you know, like because there's a certain bounce, like the fact that you have, mm -hmm. say, a boyhood thinks, and then you have a deleted scene. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I do yeah, find that to yeah. be an interesting. It is a kind of a back and forth feeling in a way, which is interesting mm -hmm. too. So I, I like the way you've. I really like that way. I, mm -hmm. I want to. I want to steal it. Mm -hmm. So that's be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and also the thing is, is that um, you know, in terms of. You know the whole idea of, of the cinematic. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, people have asked me before. Well, you know, um, 
you know, poets were always writing about movies or blah, 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 blah. Are they? Apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I did. I never, I've seen movie references and stuff. And, I have a uh, whole section in Kiki uh, on on, um, and, on the uh, Copto, the Orpheus trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> Blood of a Poet. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean. Um, Do you write about movies? No, yeah, but uh, yeah. it goes as far back as, um, and probably further, the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock mentions mm-hmm. um, yeah. moving. Um, a reference to like yeah. movie pictures of the day of uh, the, mm-hmm. some old lanterns cast on a yeah. screen. I've got the. You're right. Well, that's a good. That's a good <laughs> reference. Yeah, yeah, we're going way back now. Yeah, yeah. And that's like you know, <laughs> 1917, yeah. 1915, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then you know, like in and then in our context, I mean, uh, certainly uh, Michael and Dachi's early poetry in, mm-hmm. in in the 1970s, right? Heavily driven by. Um, uh, by B movies, uh, by uh, I still haven't read that Billy the Kid. Tales. Yeah. Book. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone tells really me that, great. but I'm so not interested in yeah. Billy the Kid or anything to do with. So, so skip Billy the Kid yeah. and, and, okay. and, and, and read Rat Jelly. Read, okay. read poems like Wallace Stevens meet. Oh, sorry, King Kong meets Wallace Stevens, oh, which is good. phenomenal. Right. Um, I hope. Uh, so with the deleted no it really is good you okay. you would like it you would like it and all like the, the title. all the erotic stuff in Rat Jelly is really great everyone as well, knows so. that's what I go for <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah, a poster yeah. child you would appreciate the erotics of early and Dutch okay and, uh, I bet I would <laughs> you did a byline <laughs> but that's not a renaissance scholar I think we've got we've got ourselves a business card <laughs> we yes 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 but what, what what would be really funny is if like you did like grab a Norton and just you know read all the Renaissance stuff in there, yeah. and then when you grab introduce- a Norton, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just like rattle off all this Renaissance stuff, even though you're not a Renaissance scholar. Company. Yeah. <laughs> but you know the deleted scenes, like yes. um, you know what gets lost on the cutting floor. Mm-hmm, uh, that yeah, that's right. Thing. So it was kind cutting. of like an almost cliche kind of thing at first. And then I was like, oh, do I keep it in? Do I leave it? But then I thought, no, this is really significant because yes. the whole project of of dis- of trying to figure out how to write diaspora or the mm-hmm. diasporic, uh, if you want to couch the poem in, 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 in those terms, yeah. because it the poem can be couched in a we lot can, of It can be terms, couched. Yeah. It's a very couchy. Mm-hmm. It's very couchy mm-hmm. work. <laughs> it loves It loves reclining. the couches. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? My poem loves to seductively rec- recline. He needs a chaise lounge. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition into the the final question I have. It's not about reclining. It's kind of about um, the opposite. Around. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. In some ways. So you and I share an appreciation for for tennis, Faisal. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that tennis was a very poetic sport with its structure and psychological mm-hmm. intensity and the grind that occurs mm-hmm. in a one on one battle. Mm-hmm. So what draws you to tennis, mm-hmm. and do you see any similarities between the sport and poetry or poetic expression? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Please tell me. <laughs> really? Sounds pretty hot, I don't know. <laughs> that question the is grind. really hot. I know, actually. man. I almost just like went bolting across this table. <laughs> no, Woo. just... Uh, um, it wouldn't be the a, first time that happened, actually. <laughs> it's a hot afternoon in Ottawa. Very sultry. I yes, almost feel like using yes. a southern accent, but don't worry, I won't. I will not do that. <laughs> um, well, you know, um, if I may, let me begin by talking about the sound of tennis. Please do. Mm. Um, 
the sound of tennis is really fascinating, especially if you don't watch a tennis match on television, but you listen to it on mm. tennis radio. Tennis radio? There's such a thing as... T- oh, I'm yes, not a tennis person. So tennis radio. <laughs> Do you know about tennis radio too? I assume there was some tennis on the radio. <laughs> it's about as thrilling as like listening to baseball on the radio, yeah. be, right? So You just... still lost me, but that's okay. <laughs> and having it on in the background is really comforting. Hmm. So... Um, so one of the things um, that excites me about uh, clay court tennis uh, is the sound of the clay mm-hmm. uh, on the the soles of of the uh, uh, tennis players mm-hmm. of their uh, of their beautiful tennis shoes. So usually blinged out and really monogrammed. I'm learning all kinds of things today. Beautifully designed, especially if you're a brand Mm -hmm. like Roger Federer or Uh Serena Williams or. um, So they pimp their shoes. Drug cheat Maria (laughs) Sharapova. What? Pimp their shoes, you know. (laughs) They do. They do. They do. Every now and again. Well, I don't. I'm sure this has happened already in tennis with merch. Yeah. uh, That uh, that that. One of the uh, uh, the sporting companies that uh, that 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 produce these shoes of um, sent out a special edition Roger Federer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it's being done because certainly Nike did that with yeah. Michael Jordan's. I have my Air Force. I think it's Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Air Force Ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a pair of vintage Air Force Ones really? that I have to find. A, uh, I have to find someone who works on shoes because. Are you listening, shoemaker? <laughs> Mend his shoe. <laughs> There's a bunch in Centertown. I always walk okay. by these shoes. Store. I'm like, do how they do they like, stay open? Yeah. <laughs> how many people need their shoes? You need your shoes, man. Well, this is it because I don't know how they would do that because it's a part that's like underneath the. the I don't know. They, they must the be flap. experts, though. They have a whole yeah, store yeah, yeah. for it. If you're listening, so. mm-hmm. cobbler <laughs> or but, whatever you call yourself today. So the first thing that the drew sound. The, 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 the sound. sound of tennis, the sound of the clay, uh, the 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 way you can, the way you can gauge the intensity of a point depending on how clipped. Mm. Uh, the, the, the the footwork becomes mm-hmm. on clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way clay in it in and of itself uh, be, not just becomes an effect of the outcome, but determines the kind mm-hmm. of game or the kind of strategy or the kind of um, attitude that you must take into that particular match. So this idea of surface, of surfaces in tennis, um, has always resonated with me, especially because I'm someone who is always um, bored with form. Like mm-hmm. I'm always looking for other kinds of surfaces mm-hmm. uh, for my own work. Um, and um, so, you know, it's interesting how sound would lead me to that thought. But it's always the sound of tennis has always made me think of, 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 of has always taken me back to thinking about poetry mm-hmm. uh, in that kind of way. Um, there is there is an elegance. Uh, there's a choreography to tennis, uh, mm-hmm. uh, especially in moments of absolute desperation. Mm-hmm. Um, the the shot making, the variety of shot making, whether from the baseline or at the net, um, though just having 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 access as as a talented athlete. Or talented tennis athlete to to that repertoire is mm-hmm. something that excites me in relation to poetry because mm-hmm. for me that is the 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 limitless world of language mm-hmm. uh, and all of the 
all of the possibilities that 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 we we have with language. The other thing as well is <clears throat> you always have an opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tennis is an incredibly solitary sport. Mm. Um, I mean, you you're alone with yourself on the other side of that net. Um, everything everything is is hinges on on how your racket returns how mm-hmm. you set these shots up um poetry is an incredibly solitary experience mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how um engaged your poetry is with activist experience or, or or political change or any of the material questions that that poets have been asking for um forever uh, of their art and uh, the justifications of their art in relation to better life, a better society, yeah. a better humanity, all of that kind of stuff. Um, that's work that you're doing on your own when you're mm-hmm. staring over this page. And what comes back? What comes back is a certain kind of virtuosity, uh, a certain kind of commitment, a certain kind of... Um, 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 intensity of your art that you put into your art mm-hmm. you know um, so you know sometimes nothing comes back but crap right uh, or or you know your 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 book gets rejected or you mm-hmm. just you don't get that grant or no one invites you to the festival or you know I'm getting and, depressed yeah right <laughs> I mean you go through yeah um this kind of struggle with your and setback and it's just it's a struggle with yourself it's a in it it, ultimately to to win that battle you have to sort of realign yourself with that certainty that 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 no one else can define how you're going to proceed Mm. it reminds me of uh like in the in the big points you know when it's a lot of um, stress and struggle is built up to this point, mm-hmm. and at that point, you have to keep producing, or you 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 have, you end up crumbling and you mm-hmm. end up losing. And, and these solitary activities like poetry, mm-hmm. there's that 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 also a push for resilience mm-hmm. in the face of either rejection or just other things going going on in your life where you have to still produce mm-hmm. um, independently and uh, mm-hmm. in sol in solitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in that that even though in, in the tennis match you might mm-hmm. have thousands of people watching and an opponent you're still in your head in your head and especially yeah. especially in those yeah. key moments mm-hmm. that you've talked about like uh, the point that's bi- a mm-hmm. game is built up with all the you know the mm-hmm. the movement and the sound of the of the feet on the on the clay mm-hmm. and those things that when it comes to this um crescendo it's, it's those moments mm-hmm. where it's the hardest to mm-hmm. to pull it through and i think it has a lot of a lot of similarities with mm-hmm. producing and in mm-hmm. solitary situations like a poet would mm. Definitely, definitely. And those different surfaces, you know, I talked about the clay, but I haven't talked about the grass mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the beauty of the grass. Um, so uh, there's also something about about beauty in tennis and who gets to uh, who gets to 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 embody that kind of beauty. And mm-hmm. certainly tennis has been at um at at least one of the centers of, of a very public and very international conversation around race mm-hmm. and sport yeah. and gender and sport and sexuality and sport. Mm-hmm. And tennis becomes this um, uh, this this place where um, 
where these conversations are happening. Uh, and as these conversations are happening and as uh, other, um, what used to be other bodies, but are now very firmly, um, you know, uh, represented uh, in, in, in some ways, um, or in more ways than the past, certainly, um, that, that becomes... That, that transforms beauty in different ways. Um, so, you know, there is there is the aesthetical value of tennis as well, which was always associated or times associated with a certain kind of, of affluence, mm -hmm. a certain mm -hmm. kind of racial affluence, yeah. uh, of, of a certain kind of cultural supremacy. Mm -hmm. As a colonial, I've always been drawn to the kinds of engagements that, that have been dangled in front of me as something that I could never right. possibly want mm -hmm. to aspire right. to or access. Um, as a poet, I'm 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 completely drawn mm -hmm. to 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 why beauty is important in tennis and why beauty is something that that is worth the struggle. Mm. Uh, everywhere, uh, <laughs> everywhere, really. I mean, um, but then there are those, you know, there are those. Um, personalities in tennis mm -hmm. um uh, roger federer is uh, and i've never been you know um it's not that i've never been a fan of roger federer i was about to say i've never been a fan of but it wasn't roger federer uh, <laughs> i've never been a fan of of anyone or anything in any part of life that's mm. perfect mm. yeah i'm not interested in perfection no good <laughs> And I'm not interested in 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 following the textbook mm -hmm. word by word. I've never been interested in that kind of excellence. It's never interested mm -hmm. me. Uh, but to watch Roger Federer, um, at least for maybe three years, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say at least three solid years to watch Roger Federer win Wimbledon. So uh, so to watch what ro Roger Federer on grass. Mm -hmm. um, hmm was um like i imagine a religious experience of some mm. kind mm -hmm. um it's divine it's somehow divine yeah and when you think yeah. of those great sort of like lyrical patriarchs those patriarchs of the lyric mm. uh where where even though you want to hate them because they're <laughs> they're a dead man notice mm. i've taken out the white because <laughs> some of the dead white men were also brown yeah um uh but i mean <laughs> You can't because it's just so perfect. So in the Caribbean context, I would say that Roger Federer is the uh, is the Walcott of, mm -hmm. of the I Derek Walcott. Walcott. Right. As soon as you met, it's like, okay, he's going to talk about Walcott. <laughs> there's just there's just there there's there's beauty and there's context mm -hmm. and there's uh, a resolve and there's a heart and there's a moral compass and there's all of those kinds of things happening in Roger Federer. He's fascinating. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was going to say um, another another parallel I see is that both tennis and poetry have historically been very elitist or been mm -hmm. seen yeah. as very elitist. Definitely. But uh, now, when you really think about the mm -hmm. core of tennis or poetry, it's they're both poetry is very it is and mm -hmm. poetry is very open. It doesn't have to be elitist. It's mm -mm. just in those cultural associations. Mm -hmm. In tennis, you just draw a few lines on mm -hmm. a slab of land. You have a racket and a ball. It's mm -hmm. pretty minimal as far mm -hmm. as sports go. You need a couple people. That's it. Mm -hmm. So it's not that there's anything inherent about poetry or tennis that is necessarily elitist. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been um, mm -hmm. filled with that though historically. This but this yeah. is a time period where that is starting to shift. Mm -hmm. It has been shifting and. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I think it's only going to, these both are spaces that can keep having that mm-hmm. shift happen in them. And and obviously, I mean, again, I'm imagining people listening to, 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 to what you just said and to this particular conversation and this question and thinking, but Let's he hope ha- they're listening. He hasn't, <laughs> <Are you listening? laughs> he hasn't talked about cricket. So everything you just said is exactly the relationship <laughs> that, that we have. Uh, with cricket, in, with cricket in the Caribbean and, yeah. and other post colonies as well, yeah. cricket is mm-hmm. it. It costs nothing. Mm-hmm. You, just, you 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 know you don't even have to have a real cricket ball. Mm-hmm. You just you you have your makeshift your makeshift wicket that you mm-hmm. you 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 just pull some bread. Well, we don't want to encourage children to destroy trees, but you can <laughs> driftwood if you have. Y- it, yes, I don't know. there you go, whatever and then and then make your pile of poetry whatever, books, whatever you uh, make your <laughs> wicket right. So, and again, right, uh, 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 the you know the, the House of Lords. I mean, uh, um, this is uh, this is uh, uh, these are these are sports and and activities. Uh, um, uh, reserved for Oxbridge, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and all yeah. that crap, yeah, <laughs> you know. But it it's all. But we're we're we've we've been fortunate to have um, um, and continue to have um, uh, this this uh, you know um, um, I don't know um, uh, movements of decolonization or mm-hmm. of stripping our as Susan Sontag would say stripping ourselves of of the old humanisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and these um, <clears throat> Susan Sontag uh, come Sartre I should say because Sartre was the first one to say that but, <laughs> uh, but uh, and she was speaking of him too but uh, but <laughs> you know mind. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're up there somewhere yeah. in heaven and they're like what are they talking about <laughs> really <laughs> but yeah I mean um, certainly. Um, uh, these are historical relations, historical relationships to uh, to activities that 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 work their way into uh, the new world through those histories of catastrophe and mm-hmm. violence that mm-hmm. uh, that that I, I am that are always mm-hmm. at the back of everything I write. Uh, sometimes in the forefront, sometimes in the background, sometimes maybe not even on the page, but certainly certainly ghosting the page in some kind of way or haunting the page in some mm. kind of way so um but but you know they now they now belong to the people they're mm-hmm. the peoples um and um and that's just you know that's just how history works yeah, you're lucky mm-hmm. <clears throat> well Do i we think that any... was a good discussion yeah. i don't know any any final I'm clearing thoughts? my throat i'm so um <laughs> <clears throat> overwhelmed at how much I talk. No, that's, so. that's good. We, that's why we invite people here to talk. Yeah, as opposed be, to me. Yeah, it wouldn't be so good of an interview with the interviewee didn't talk. That's right. Yeah. So any, any questions and no answers. Any final uh, thoughts to leave us with? Well, um, I find um, question two, um, I find I'm coming back to question two because this was about um, the the different uh, vocabularies and yes, syntax and sounds. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I, I I I don't know if I I uh, verbalize it the way I wanted to, but yeah. I wanted to make a final comment um, in response to the to mic is that open question. <laughs> Yo, <Yeah. laughs> um, in the greatest films, I'm 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 becoming increased you you see me becoming increasingly uh, more interested in 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 
I don't want to say um, hyphenated Canadian text, but in Canadian yeah. text, uh, in, in, in Canadian poetics, uh, I'm becoming more and more interesting, interested in, and hopefully more interesting, interesting. Um, <laughs> hopefully this, this direction in my, in my, in my uh, artistic uh, interests will make me more interesting, but uh, I'm becoming more interested in the ways in which um, um, my uh, entry into this particular space, um, how that um, is transforming uh, whatever memory or sense or echo or um, feeling I might have around my Caribbean-ness, specifically my yeah. Guyanese-ness, and vice versa. So how Canada transforms, yeah. or how Canadianness, how Ottawa-ness, uh, how my uh, my Alta Vistaness, <laughs> how my land uh, to you know to to wave to to Dion Brand's uh, remarkable, remarkable, remarkable um, uh, literary uh, contributions mm. uh, to to Canadian literature. Uh, my land to light on and, I love and that book. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. It's just yeah. and the heartbreak of that book, but mm. also the importance of that book in 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 teaching me how to uh, decolonize my own uh, interests in writing and hmm. making and reading and thinking about anti-racist text or anti-racist poetics in the sense that um, um, in some ways I'm asking I'm asking um, uh, of this book to to make an account um, for 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 what it means to live with uh, with with um, uh, indigenous histories and indigenous populations and indigeneity um, uh, from the the Southern America from from the South American Caribbean Antillean uh, histories uh, and what happens when uh, when 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 those histories that have become creolized by my my Indianness my South Asianness uh, West African imaginations uh, European imaginations yeah. all of it really the the whole syncretic mix of Caribbean how all of that um, asks uh, the Algonquin um, to welcome it mm. here. Mm. So, um, so in 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 many ways, um, um, I think the clipped lines and yeah. uh, the nervous conditions of 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 the text, but also the uh, the the sort of triumphant moments of the text. Mm -hmm. uh, in the greatest films um, required that kind of form mm -hmm. um, whereas Land Without Chocolate is is sort of that necessary romanticization mm -hmm. it's a first book I feel like it too uh, I feel yeah. like it's I love Land yeah. Without Chocolate and I feel like it mm -hmm. the lines are just they're kind of they're these long kind of curling mm -hmm. unfurling mm -hmm. and there's a lot of there's a tongue there that's you know whereas mm -hmm. this one is more jumping around you mm -hmm. know there's more dance mm -hmm. there's more dance in this one it's mm -hmm. just it's they, well the dance is different the dance in Land Without Without chocolate is more of a tango, mm -hmm. I would say. So lovely. Now yeah. we're getting more into the rumba and things. <laughs> yes. The next book will be like a mosh pit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, uh, you can and you can pick up a copy of the greatest films. I'm sure at your independent bookstores and uh, online all over the place. You should definitely get that. Anything else? Shall we? Uh, shall we call it an afternoon? Yeah, that sounds lovely. Thank right. you. Thank you so much for having me. I've admired uh, Small Machine Talks for a while Yay. as a podcast, 
And uh, it was really an honor for you guys, for both of you. It was an honor uh, for us. Too. Aaron and Thank you Amanda. for letting us know. Yes, it was an yes, honor. yes, I agree. And, and for being at this fabulous table with these incredible <laughs> colors and these awesome mics. And, <laughs> and it's a hot day, and you both look very, very, very hot. Oh, thank you. There yeah. you go. That's, and, and likewise, darling, thank likewise. That's, that's good. So, and I even fixed my hair. Oh, very for nice. You. Very nice. It's not tornado <laughs> hair or eclipse hair today. I just look yeah. hot from all the coffee sweats. Okay. I get, I get coffee, coffee sweats, sweats when I had too much coffee on the weekends post uh, drinking mm. the night before. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Well, there you go. If you want to be hot, drink a lot of coffee after you drink mm. a lot. There you go. Words to live by. What were you drinking, by the way? Yesterday? Yeah. Beer. There was a, a okay. couple of, there was many festivals yesterday. Yeah. Okay. What is this? Yeah, what the festivals? Three different festivals I went to. And I yeah. taste of, a taste of Wellington. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there was the uh, beer festival in Hintonburg. Uh, oh, and I then missed there was the beer a, festival in Hintonburg. Yeah, it's at a park there. And, uh, and there was also, um, Remixed when they closed the block yeah. right by my house. Oh, yes. Yeah, we had to remixed. detour, and the, the bus driver the bus, was yes. annoying, and, and he didn't let us stop at Bronson and Gladstone and catch the four. He made us go all the uh, way out to Empress, weird. and then we had to walk back. You know, I have never been to Chinatown Remix. It's good. It's I've really fun. Well, to. it's really fun. I, I recommend mm-hmm. it. But for now, we will maybe yeah, perhaps we'll talk maybe in the next podcast. We're going to talk about that. I'm sure Aaron will have experiences to mm-hmm. talk about. Stay mm-hmm. tuned for mm-hmm. our our next podcast in early October. I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, thank you, Faisal. Thank you so much. Small Machine Talks with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. <laughs>